Welcome to episode 474 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I am sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all episodes of the show along with links to social media uh, as uh, and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the live streams on Discord or if you listen to the podcast or YouTube feeds or if you are hearing this on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear replays of the show, uh, two of them, every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Right before uh, the show, Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I want to thank Michael Strange, host of the Trouble Minds Radio show, as, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing the show and putting it up on the station. If you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others, rate and review the show on your podcast platform of choice. Also, you can uh, find books I've written on paranormal fiction and nonfiction over on Amazon. I also have a Patreon page where I plan on uh, releasing one extra True Paranormal Stories on the Web show per month uh, as much as possible. And uh, there's already one up there, and there will be another one up as soon as I can get one up there. So just have to uh, to get get the time and everything, and everything worked out for that. But um, so I'll be putting up one of those every month, and hopefully, eventually, I want to start putting up more than that, like almost once a week, whenever possible. And uh, you can uh, all episodes on that page are available on all membership tiers, no matter which one you pick. It's just another way to support the show. Also, if you'd like to just make a one-time donation, you can do that through PayPal or Venmo, as there are expenses in making the show in terms of equipment and research materials. Again, if you'd like me to review more current books, um, paranormal fiction or nonfiction books, uh, that unfortunately does a lot of, in a lot of cases, uh, will cost money to do that. And, uh, but also um, help and support would, would uh, go towards travel expenses as I'm heading to the mid-Michigan Paracon this uh, November 4th and 5th. That's a weekend, a Saturday and Sunday. And that's in Mount Pleasant, Michigan at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. And I'll be making recordings there myself and anyone else who wants to join me talking about uh, anything paranormal from just thoughts on the t- on the subject to personal experiences, and then, of course, I'll be sharing those recordings on a show once I get back home. So really looking forward to that. Can't believe it's already less than two months away, um, basically a month and a half from now. So, uh, so yeah, if you all want to help with the, any of those things, you're welcome to. Uh, help is never expected, but always appreciated. As I do live on a, um, a fixed income, I'm legally blind, and uh, this it's just um, I do what I can. But uh, Anyway, I think that covers everything there. Um, as I said in the last couple of shows there, 
I will be doing uh, I'll be doing three of these true paranormal stories from the web shows per week from now on. And so this is the first of these three shows for this week. So uh, I think that takes care of everything, and I can get to the stories here. So let me see here. Let me get to the file. The funny thing is here I have um, I try to uh, always be uh, finding out there searching for stories. So these stories I'm going to read tonight, I don't really remember now anymore at this point because I think I found them. I don't even know, a week or more ago. So I think we'll both be surprised uh, at the stories in a way. Um, getting to this first one here. This one says, My old house was located 15 miles outside of town, accessible via a dirt road through hills and farms. One night while driving home after dark, I passed a large farm with front gates and large trees. I saw a man near the road resembling the hat man, which is a shadow figure, uh, with a hat, coat, and a white cloth covering his face. The man was waving a giant railroad tie in the air. So I'm guessing that means one of the metal, uh, a stretch of metal, piece of metal, I guess. Um, but then it says, I kept driving without incident. I wonder if this could be a spirit though I am open to other explanations. I just wonder why someone would dress like that or why a spirit would appear in such a way. And that's where that story ends. Um, I wonder, and of course this is something, the only problem with uh, finding stories online is there's no interview process, at least not an easy one. And what I wonder when they mention the white uh, white cloth covering his face. I wonder if the writer there means it covered the entire face, as in eyes and nose and and I mean everything, or if it was more just the the mouth, almost like a um like a what you would see in uh, I don't know like Wild West movies, but like a bandana across someone's uh, mouth. Um, I'm guessing to keep out dust or uh, things like that. I'm not a Western. Uh, fans, so I don't really know, but um, I th I would think that some kind of a cloth or bandana could be that could be a more common thing. But if it's covering the entire face, then I would wonder was that really a fabric covering the person's face or the apparition's face, or was that just how it appeared to the writer there, to the experiencer? And uh, so a lot of questions there, and waving something. In the air, I wonder if it was trying to get the writer's attention, um, or if there was something else going on. I mean, there's always the possibility of some kind of a residual apparition where it wasn't even uh, aware of the the writer, uh, and or a time anomaly where they were waving but they didn't even see the the writer in their vehicle. They were looking at something else. So many possibilities there. Uh, I have heard of. Um, shadow figures with glowing eyes, I would wonder if there could be enough light coming from something like that to make it look like there was a, a fabric covering it, covering their face. I don't know. A lot of, uh, it's very un unclear, but also that I don't mind that because that leads to all these questions that I just sort of put out there. So, um, so yeah, I don't know what that writer, the person saw, but, uh, 
I'm glad that nothing else happened. And uh, it's an amazing story to be able to tell to people. Uh, I would be, if I had an experience like that, I would definitely be sharing it with anyone whenever this kind of topic came up anywhere. I'd be trying to figure out what that was and seeing what other people think about it. So, But, uh, yeah, see, I, I had forgotten about these stories. It's been a while since I read them, since I found them. So, uh, But anyway, moving on to the next one here. This one, let me see here. Okay, this one says, I'm wondering what you all think about unusual or this unusual encounter I had recently. My husband and I are the same age, 32. We were up late watching videos online. I work from home and my husband was with me. The living room uh, TV is across from my desk. We have an open concept kitchen to my right. A white sparkly ball of light emerged from the TV during a normal video. Uh, they mentioned the name of the show, but again, I try to keep these, uh, keep uh, brand names or uh, copyrighted names out of these things as much as possible. Anyway, uh, says the ball zoomed silently toward the kitchen and materialized a tall person's dark outline with white straightened, uh, oh wait, I'm sorry, with androgynous build. Oh, I missed, I missed, I skipped two lines. There we go. Uh, manifest a dark outline with, sorry about that, white sparkling edges. The figure appeared to be around six feet tall with a male or androgynous build, slim to average. The figure landed crouched and then straightened up and vanished quickly. My husband and I both saw the figure simultaneously. We felt a static charge in the air, similar to the static from an old TV or being near lightning during a storm. We asked each other what we saw at the same time. If it wasn't for the clear shape of a person, I would have written the event off as bad wiring. Also, it was not storming outside. I wish I had captured the incident on camera. Has anyone else had a similar experience? And that's where that story ends. That one is amazing to me because we talk about the, on the show a lot. Every so often a story about the paranormal and electronics. Uh, one of those stories, a similar kind of story, will show up. And a lot of times um, it's just orbs going uh, towards electronics or different things like that, shadow figures, um, different things associated with that. Even some in a couple of cases that I've, a couple of stories I've shared in the show, uh, images of shadow figures on uh, screens, on, on tele TV screens of different kinds. But um, this is really amazing. This sounds almost like something or someone, some other entity used a TV as some kind of a portal or as, as a uh, used electronics as a, uh, a way to travel and who knows how far. And um, I'm wondering if they even 
knew what was going to happen, the way that the, this figure sort of crouched and then stood up and disappeared. Um, I, I think in a lot of cases, so, so many times we think that if it's paranormal, anything that's happening, it has to know and, and have complete control over what's happening. But I don't think we can know that for sure. So, um, and of course, we don't know that, that it doesn't have complete control. We just don't know. So, but the fact that two people saw that at, the, at around the same time there, and they felt energy in the air, and then this figure showed up, that and then vanished. That really is an amazing story to me. And um, I'm, I'm always looking for these kinds of stories now about electronics and weird things happening in and around and outside of them because I think I think that is going to become more and more common. Um of course as technology evolves and advances and, and um it becomes more and more I mean it's already pretty much all around us, but as it becomes more so, um and people become more more and more familiar with it uh over time. And then when those people eventually pass on, then they still have, maybe have the familiarity and they're able to manipulate technology uh, from whatever other realm there is. When If we all go somewhere else or if we don't, we somehow stay here. Again, I don't claim to know anything, but all these are just, to me, possibilities. And um, I think that, uh, like I said, I think this is only going to become more and more common uh, at least this interaction with technology it may happen in all different kinds of ways, but I think it's just going to uh, happen more and more. So, uh, heading to the next story here. Let's see. And I'm really glad to be back doing these, this show, this kind of show. This is my favorite, one of my favorite kinds of shows. Uh, I think I said the other day too. Uh, outside of uh, shows where I have guests, these true paranormal stories from the web. Shows are my favorite ones to do um, because just all these stories. I, I'm I don't know if it's because I've, I I write uh, I've been writing stories on and off since I was a kid, or if it's something else. But I love to to re find these stories and share them. So uh, this next one says I had a strange encounter recently while hiking, not far from home. During the hike, I heard noises like breaking sticks and footsteps nearby. At first, I thought it might be an animal. But when I looked, I saw something that wasn't any animal I recognized. It wasn't exactly human either. The figure was pale, deformed, with a uh, uh, weird-shaped head. It's odd wording there but uh and black eyes resembling an alien i panicked and ran back home to this day the memory of this sighting is still vivid in my mind i am wondering if the creature is still there maybe i could return at some point with a camera this may sound weird but i had to share it anyway so and that's where that one ends i know it's a fairly short one but um, still, it's amazing, and, and that's another thing that happens. It seems like a lot of, uh, whatever they are, 
whether it's a, some kind of a cryptid or or it is some kind of an alien or aliens some aliens can be cryptids um i don't know but there's a lot of the 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 woods and and paths and all those different things i think just as much happens out in in, in nature as it does in buildings and uh it's just that um depends on what you look into and and uh who you talk to and i think just uh who is willing to share their stories and where they share them. So, um, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know. It could have been, uh, and we, we hear about sort of UFOs and other things uh, being close to or in, in the woods or flying over the woods. So um, I think anything there is, anything is possible there. So I wonder if the writer ever goes back into that area and if they ever have any other, if they ever see or feel or hear anything while they're there, if that was just a one-time thing, or if they avoid that area altogether. I mean, if they were, I can see if it frightened them, then they may not ever go back in that area. They may just pick somewhere else to hike. That's definitely something that happens. Some people, when they have experiences, they can't explain. They'll just avoid an area and... um and and just go other places because they don't want to deal with that again, which I totally understand. So, um, but yeah, that's there's so much out there that happens in and around the woods or around nature, and all all different kinds of things: ghosts, apparitions, cryptids, aliens, lights. Just it's all. I think all this stuff is everywhere. It's just a matter of when and who is there to notice it. So, and again, part of the, the purpose of the show is to, is to point out that that's not, that's not, um, the paranormal is not inherently always evil. Uh, I think that's, there's a range at all times. So I don't, I'm not saying that, that everything is out there, um, to frighten anyone. I'm just saying that these things, these, these stories come from almost everywhere. And that's why I always sort of, um, joke about her laugh, not at, but laugh whenever I find a story or an article that says this is the most haunted whatever, town, state, country, or this is the most haunted place in this town. Um, I always, that, that cracks me up because how do we really know? But um, anyway, that's just a personal sort of a, a thing that annoys me a little bit, so I like to joke about it but um moving on to this next story here this one says recently while playing video games with friends late at night online i have sensed a presence in the doorway to my room at first i thought it was just my imagination or tiredness from being up so late one night around 1 a.m I saw a figure that matched the doorway's height. While I was talking and joking around with my friends, the figure walked past the doorway. I watched the figure as it moved, letting my friends continue the conversation on their own. I haven't seen the figure since that night, but I still sense it nearby at around the same time most nights and early mornings. Has anyone ever had a similar experience? And that's where that one ends. 
I'm guessing they're, they mean a shadow figure, because I think if it was more detailed, I would think they would mention that. So I'm guessing it's a shadow figure. So, um, and we hear this so often, these different figures, shadow figures, whatever they are, seem to just want to observe. They don't always mean harm or um, want to frighten anyone. And of course, they can still be frightening if there's someone, some figure there that you don't know. Um, especially if you're not familiar with, or not used to any of this kind of stuff happening. Uh, but, so I wonder if it was some kind of a observer, a watcher, you might say. Um, and then, of course, the reason there, the question there is, what is the re what is the reason or the purpose for that? And um, shadow figures, they seem to, again, just like everything else, uh, I think um, it seems like in a lot of cases, they they're not all good. They're not all evil. They're not all neutral. They have some of them have agendas. Some of them seem to just appear and disappear from areas without even hardly interacting with anyone or anything at all. So uh, it's hard to say what's going on there. It is. Um, I don't know if it's tan uh, if it's related to the technology at all in a way or not. Um, that is, there is no direct connection, I don't think, in that case, but um, it's sort of, it's funny now that I, I've found so many stories about possible connections, I, I always wonder about those stories where maybe there isn't a connection, or if it is there, then it's not so obvious, but, uh, so yeah, and these shadow figures, I've only had a couple of experiences, experiences with one, um, and in both cases, I think it was a sort of a goodbye, uh, sort of this figure um, letting me know that they were leaving. I think I've told the story once or twice in the show before, but it may have been a while, so I'll, I'll share it again. And I think that's probably where we'll where we'll end it. But um, after that's done, so I've had a lot of just um, random activity in my apartment where I live right now for many years now. I've been here for over sixteen years. And uh, I've had other things happen, and, and uh, I have entire shows. If you go back into sort of the earlier archives of my show, you can find shows where I talk all about all my experiences. But um, one of the things that I noticed in my apartment, um, in my bedroom, which I've, I eventually turned into more of a storage room, is at night, uh, whenever I would be in there or go in there, I would sense a presence in the closet, in the main closet, in the bedroom, the storage room. I never saw anything at those times, but I just sensed the presence there. But I got this feeling like it just—they just wanted to be left alone. And it was sort of a um, not in words or in a voice, but the sort of message I got was, uh, "Leave me alone, and I'll leave you alone. You know, I don't mean any harm. I just need a place to to be, to stay at night." And that's what it did, and it would be there. It was there for, I'd say, years um, at night. And I would always, um, whenever I had to go in the room to do to put anything in there or take anything out, I would just speak out loud and say, I'm just coming in for a minute to do this. And I would go in, and I'd be fine. And I'd do what I had to do, and I'd leave the room. And uh, but then eventually, uh, this one night, happened two nights in a row, but this one night I was listening to a paranormal theme show, and I noticed the shadow figure that came out from the direction of that room. And it stopped at the kitchen doorway, a ways away from me, not didn't get close. And it just sort of appeared there to stay there for a bit. 
and it was the height of a person and like the width or the, the, the size or general shape, but no features. And then it went back into the room. And I did that two nights in a row. And then after that, I never sensed it in there again. So apparently for whatever reason, it was it didn't need that room anymore. And it, it's been gone ever since, as far as I can tell. So but that's gonna do it for today. Thank you all for listening. I'll be back uh, tomorrow with more true paranormal stories from the web on the next episode of South Cedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone.